Colter Nuanas from ESPN Montana here at the M Store. Proud to present our Nuanas Now podcast each and every day, available on all of your various podcast hosting platforms. One of their awesome partners, a guy that really is uh, helping spread the word about the M Store, is Grizz All American Junior Bergen. What's up, man? Thanks for coming in. Yes, thank you for having me. First of all, you got a cool t shirt. What's it like being on a t shirt? You're a kid from Billings, Montana, so that, yeah. might, that must be kind of surreal knowing there's a t shirt of you at the M Store. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Um, I went to a couple basketball games back home. And uh, I saw some kids running around with I their love shirt it. on. And it was really surreal. It was a cool moment, cool experience for sure. Uh, that's so cool. You guys do such a good job of embracing how much the community loves you. But when people are looking up to you like they do, I mean, they think, I mean, you're the man right now for <laughs> <laughs> the University of Montana. What's yeah. that like being a Montana kid? Um, it's different for sure. Um, you know, growing up, you kind of look up to guys like who are in the NFL totally. and stuff like that. But, um, you know, it's just great to have a, a positive influence on these kids' lives. Um, you know, I just wanted to make sure. Uh, I set the example and lead by example and give them someone to look up to. Go check out the M Store. They're located there at the corner of Higgins and Broadway here in the city of Missoula. And you can also visit anytime online, MontanaMStore.com. They have all the latest and greatest, a whole bunch of original Grizz gear. And of course, they have Junior Bergen t-shirts. Junior Bergen, proud partner with the M Store, as well as us here at uh, ESPN Montana. Thanks for swinging by, man. Yes, sir. Thank you for having me. The M Store, where they're all Grizz all the time. Sportsbet Montana is powered by the Montana Lottery. Join in on the excitement for Sportsbet Montana by betting on your favorite sports and teams, both collegially and professionally. There are multiple ways to bet, including in-game, which gets you into the action live as the game unfolds, and parlay betting, where you could have a chance to win big. Sportsbet Montana is a secure and interactive way to win while watching your favorite sports. Bets can be placed securely on the mobile app while at an authorized Sportsbet Montana location or by using the Sportsbet Montana kiosk located at approved vendors. Montana bettors have wagered more than $28 million since Sportsbet Montana launched almost a year ago. And in that time, bettors have won more than $25 million. Sportsbet Montana's retail partners have more than $1.7 million in commission. Head on down to your authorized Sportsbet Montana locations and get in on the fun today. It's the largest, the biggest, the greatest week of the year, so I had to make sure that all the signs are straight. Welcome in. Nuana's Now, ESPN Radio, SWX Montana Television. If you're watching me on TV, you saw me just straighten up the Northwest Motorsport sign because we're broadcasting to you from the Northwest Motorsport studio. Northwest Motorsport is new to Missoula, new to Montana. You can find them here in the Garden City, the corner of Stevens and Mount. You can also check out the largest inventory of trucks anywhere in the Pacific Northwest by visiting nwmsrocks.com. That's nwmsrocks.com. What do we got to get to today? All sorts of stuff. First of all, very excited about today's playlist. Very specially curated for all of you aggressive headbanging football fans out there. 
Got a lot of hard rock coming up. That's secondary to all the great sports we're going to talk about. If you want to listen in, watch in, somewhere besides the radio or the TV, go to the station website, 1029ESPN.com, click on Listen Live, or you can go over to YouTube and stream the show via YouTube as well, both audio and visually. Want to be involved in the show? Want to give us your thoughts? Got feedback or questions, comments, concerns, whatever, about the state championship weekend upcoming. And I'm calling it that because we're going to have state champions at college level and high school level all around the state of Montana. We're going to get to all of that here in just a minute. But you have any comments, questions, feedback for us, you can text us, 406-888-1029. That's 888-1029. Also, keep those entries coming in. Our big fall giveaway. Fast approaching. We're going to pick the winner on Friday. We got two prize packages for you. One, a grill and an otter box, courtesy of Twisted Tea. I was just checking it out in the basement. It's sweet, man. It's heavy. The grill is, and uh, the, the otter box. It's uh, it's high quality. Super cool. We also have an awesome Traeger smoker, a bunch of Alpine Touch, and a beef box from Haymaker Beef. You heard it before. You're going to hear it again. Follow us on Facebook. Follow us on Instagram. Alpine Touch, Haymaker Beef, and ESPN Missoula. Subscribe to the Nuanas Now podcast. Subscribe to the Nuanas Now YouTube channel. Once you've done it, text us 406 888 1029. That's 406 888 1029. Let us know that you've entered into our contest. What do we got for you today? All sorts of high school football gets you prepped up for the four state championship games, five state championship games, excuse me, that will descend upon all the corners of Montana this upcoming weekend. We're also going to hear from Taco Dowler, one of the star players and standout seniors for the Billings West Golden Bears. They come to Missoula Friday night for the Class AA State Championship against Missoula Sentinel. Taco Dowler, a Montana State commit and one of the most explosive playmakers in the state of Montana. He'll join us here uh, in about 15 minutes. Talked to him earlier today. We're also going to take a step outside of the world of football to talk about the Community Cup Hockey Benefit Tournament that will take place at Glacier Ice Rink over Thanksgiving weekend. Dr. Tim Richards will stop by to tell us all about the benefit and what all of the uh, fundraising will go toward. We also got our Treasure State Stars for the week, highlighting some of the most recently anointed state champions, specifically in volleyball and a couple other uh, awards for individual standout athletes from Montana. We're also going to hear from Bryce Carver. He's the head coach of the Hamilton Bronx. His team plays in the state championship as well. They're on the road at Laurel against the defending champion locomotives. And then hour number two, it's as good as it gets when it comes to rivalry game content. Dylan McFarlane, former NFL draft pick and former Buffalo Bills offensive lineman, a former Grizz great, will join us in studio at 5 o'clock. Then about 5.30, we'll hear from one of the prominent figures from the other side of the rivalry, Travis Lule, legendary quarterback for the Montana State Bobcats. He, famously or infamously, depending on which side of this rivalry you're on, is one of the premier figures and most memorable figures in the history of the 120-year rivalry between Montana State and Montana. Lule, of course, the quarterback for the 2002 Grizz that came to Missoula and ended the streak. Worth reemphasizing some of the numbers from yesterday. I always like to look at this thing in eras, and uh, everybody's always talking about this streak, that streak, where's the docket at? The most accurate way to dissect this rivalry is two ways. One, the Big Sky Conference era, which begins in 1963, 
during that time period, Montana State and Montana are almost even. The Grizz have a five-game advantage, 31-26. to Montana State has won four in a row, six out of the last ten. Since the streak ended in 2002, it's 9-9. to So I sort of look at it that the Grizzlies are ahead in the modern era, the Big Sky Conference era, by five games. But in the true modern era, the 21st century, the last 20 years of this thing, it's pretty much dead even. So a pretty fun to analyze and diagnose all that. A bunch of Bobcat Grizz stuff coming up. But first, let's talk some high school stuff. It's our Prep Extra presented by Farmer State Bank. Farmer State Bank has been enriching the lives of Montanans since 1907, and they've been a proud supporter of youth athletics all across the state of Montana. Here's the way it went down in the semifinals last week. Missoula Sentinel, a huge win over 500 yards of total offense, one of the best offensive performances of the season for the defending champion Spartans to get to a 42-21 victory over Kalispell Glacier to punch a second straight ticket to the Class AA semifinals. Or excuse me, to the Class AA championship game. And they will play the team who they have been on a collision course with all season long. That is the Billings West Golden Bears. Billings West took out a really good Helena team, 34-14. These two teams played for the championship last year, West and Sentinel did, in Billings. Then they played to open this season at Washington Grizzly Stadium back in August. Neither one has lost since. Sentinel won that state championship game. Uh, 25 to 14 last year, and then they won 22 to 19 to open the season. But West, they're hungry. We're going to hear from Taco Dollar, one of those Billings West Golden Bears here in just a moment. So Billings West 10 and 1 at Missoula Sentinel 10 and 0, 7 p.m. Missoula County Public Stadium, the first Class AA state championship game in Missoula since 1994. So it should be a good one. In Class A, Laurel ended Polson's perfect season in the semifinals. Bummer for the Pirates, one of the great seasons they've had in a little while, behind a phenomenal junior campaign by Jarrett Wilson. Laurel, though, the defending state champs, remain one of the toughest teams in the state. Bo Dantic is one of the best athletes in the state of Montana, period. He's a great playmaker, a really hard-nosed runner, and a really talented guy for the locomotives. He's got Laurel on the brink of a second straight state championship after they beat Polson 28-14. Laurel will host Surging Hamilton. The Bronx moved to 10-0 with a 28-7 win. Over Lewistown, we'll hear from Bryce Carver, Hamilton head coach, a little later on here in the first hour. So Hamilton at Laurel, 1 p.m. Saturday afternoon at the Laurel Sports Complex. In Class B, Forrest Carlton just kept on rolling. 51-7 in the semifinals over Jefferson. That's amazing for a semifinal score. The Falcons are just out of their minds right now at 11-0. They've just been steamrolling everybody in Class B. And they will face Big Fork, who took out Eureka 7-3. The Vikings... Stumble a little bit out the gates, but they've been red hot down the stretch here. They're 9-2, and two and they'll play at Florence at 1 p.m. on Saturday. And in Class C, 8-man, Thompson Falls remained undefeated. They moved to 12-0 with a 41-16 victory over Park City. And Drummond Phillipsburg, that's the Flint Creek Co-op, they beat Fort Benton 38-22. So foreign territory for Flint Creek because they have won two of the last three state championships They'll go on the road in quest of their third in the last four years to play at Thompson Falls. So a couple undefeated teams in the Class C eight-man ranks. And in Class C six-man, Power Dutton Brady beat Shields Valley 21-12. And Freud Lake, the defending state champions, defeated Big Sandy 24-20. So Freud Lake is at Dutton Power Brady in Dutton 
1 p.m. on Saturday afternoon. Nuana is now ESPN Radio, SWX Montana Television. If you're watching on TV, you see this glorious photograph. I know Jeff Choate is not a member of the Cackers rivalry anymore, but this photo was taken about 10 minutes before the game, the last time we had a Bobcat Grizzly game in Bozeman. Uh, a beautiful Bozeman day and a symbolic picture of what was to come. I've covered this rivalry for the better part of 15 years. I've seen a ton of really close games. I've seen a few blowouts. Almost every one of the blowouts had Montana on top. I've never seen a blowout with Montana State on top until the last time these two teams played in Bozeman. 48-14 to 14 moments after this picture was taken. My brother Brooks Nuanas, SkyandSportsMT.com, he gifted this to me. And I thought I'd bring it in from the house and put it on the radio for this day because it is just a symbolic moment in time. And that's what makes photos awesome. Speaking of the Bobcats, one of their premier in-state recruits is a guy named Taco Dowler. He's one of the best players for the Billings West Golden Bears. For our Prep Extra interview of the week and the Billings West standout, a senior for the Golden Bears, Joins us now on the Rankins Brothers RV phone line. He's a Montana State Bobcat commit and one of the key players as Billings West makes their way to Missoula for a rematch in the Class AA State Championship against Missoula Sentinel. He's Taco Dowler, a senior for the Golden Bears. Taco, thanks so much for joining us, man. How you doing? I'm doing great. How you doing? Well, well first and on. foremost, I know that you've probably told this story before, and I guess I must have missed it. How'd you get the name Taco? Uh, it's actually it's actually kind of funny. I don't really... Uh, have a definite story i was just young when I, I think i was about two years old and i have a t- my twin was going by burrito and i was like all right i'll be taco and then i guess it just stuck <laughs> i'm not a fun story yeah i need to come up with a fun thing about fun story about it but it's just, just boring that's not boring man taco and burrito that's the greatest twin combo i've ever heard i think we should start calling caden burrito yeah i know we should he doesn't like that too much we're bringing it back. Uh, all in good fun, of course, but we got to have a little taco and burrito. That's good stuff. Well, let's start there, though. Let's start with your brother, because you guys have been key members of this Billings West squad, and I know that you guys have been building towards this moment, chasing the state championship, a couple state championship game appearances in a row, and they're still looking to break through in that state championship game. So what's it been like going through it with your brother and your other classmates that are seniors there with you at Billings West? It's awesome. I mean, uh, I mean, we've played together for six years, seven years, some of us. And even we got a text from one of our coaches that uh, had a picture of all of us playing baseball back when we were like eight years old. So, I mean, it's just nice growing up with all these, all the kids on our team and we all play together and it's just fun chasing the same dream and sacrificing some little things so we can get the ultimate goal of hopefully winning Friday night. And I mean, it's just, it's fun. I wouldn't want to do it with any other group of kids. Taco Andrew Houghton here. Turning into quite a rivalry between you guys and Missoula Sentinel, who you're playing this week for the state championship. You guys, of course, had the state championship game last year. Played them in the first game this year. Good close game there. What will it be like taking them on again, I mean, and, and sort of having built up that history with them? I think what you said, it is a rivalry. Usually usually if you play a teams a couple of times, you know, two best teams, then it'll, it'll become a rivalry. And they're well coached, I mean, to be in the state championship and in the semis for four years in a row, pretty much. Both both of our teams are pretty well coached, and it's just it, I'm excited for Friday. I wouldn't losing those two games that we that we played against them last year in the state championship, and then the first game this year. I think made us pretty hungry, so I think we're gonna come out hard and just 
step on step step on it early. So I'm excited. Taco Dallar joining us here on Nuanas Now, ESPN Radio, as well as SWX Montana Television, part of our Prep Extra, presented by Farmer State Bank. Farmer State Bank's been enriching the lives of Montanans since 1907. And let's start with about a year ago today, Taco. We're talking to you here on November 16th. Last November 20th was when you guys played Missoula Sentinel at Dela Stadium there in Billings. Missoula Sentinel comes out on top 24-15. to 15. Take us through the state championship game last year. What do you remember most about the experience? I just, I remember... Pre-game, I remember the whole week leading up to it was just all a battle of the undefeated, battle of the West, battle of the East, all this, all this stuff. I mean, it was just it was really hyped up just because we didn't have any of the non-conference games that we had this year, and luckily we played them this year to where it's not like uh, oh this is the first time you're going to see each other and it's you're both undefeated. I mean, they beat us, so I it just. I'm just super excited. And last year, it was they had uh, a bunch of D1 kids on their team, and we had a couple. And we were pretty young. We were mostly dominated with juniors, except for like Paul Brott and Neil Daly, who are at the Cats right now. But it was just different. I remember being feeling kind of young and feeling kind of just smaller than them. They had that Rollins kid who was at BYU, I think, right now and a couple of Camden sermons at Washington. So, I mean, they were talented. We were talented. We just didn't, we just didn't pull through. So hopefully it's different this year. Well, Taco, and then after that, a little bit of a rarity in high school football. You played them in the first game this year. So back-to-back games, even though it was separated by almost a year there, what did you take away from the first game against Sentinel this year? I just took away we didn't play very well. I mean, first game of the year is always the worst game. It's probably their worst game, too. I mean, we didn't. Both teams didn't play that good. If you take a couple plays away from us, we wouldn't have even been in the game. And if you take a couple plays away from them, then it would have been a different game too. So, all the it goes both ways. Always, they just played better than us and they won. So, hopefully, it's a little bit different this week. What has improved and changed so far this season since that opening season loss? Because you guys have been rolling. Billings West has been unstoppable ever since that opener. So what did you learn in that game that you've cleaned up and how have you guys improved since that opening game in Missoula? Yeah, I think we came into the season overconfident, honestly. And, I mean, that game humbled us, made us hungry, made us know that we can lose and that we will lose if we don't take teams seriously. So (laughs) ever since that, we just uh, we've been trying to just start fast and not give up and then I mean it's just been working out we our offensive line has been playing really really well lately and our running back Michael and quarterback uh, Isaiah Clanch and just every everyone's kind of contributing and it's kind of not no selfish football so I mean having that is huge especially on a team full of so many weapons and so many athletes that no, if it's Michael's night it's Michael's night if it's Caden's night it's his night if it's mine it's mine and it's just it's super un- unselfish football, and it's fun to be a part of it. You mentioned some of the <laughs> weapons you guys have offensively, and I think that Michael DeLeon is a guy that's, um, I don't want to say overshadowed because he's killing it right now. He's, he's a leading rusher in Class AA, but uh, he's a guy that I think is, is a big-time player. What have you thought of just his addition to your offense and the way that he's been able to sort of anchor the run game while, while you and your brother and then some of the other guys on the perimeter have taken care of that element? You know, having him is the game-changer. It's the... Last year we had Jamin Medlock and him, and that was nice. But this year he's really been picking up the load. I think the last couple games, last two games, he's had over 30 carries. So that's huge, and he's absolutely balling right now. So having him as another threat, as a run threat, 
rather than a pass threat or or like a return threat like me or my brother. It just opens up the game. Like if they want to sack the box, go ahead, sack the box, we'll throw over top of you. We'll hope we'll try to throw over the top of you. And if they're going to try and double team a receiver, hopefully he will win his matchups. And I mean, we're all confident in him and we're all confident in throwing and running. We're just a, we're just a confident team. So he's been huge. Well, Taco, and then on defense, you guys have got you and your brother and, and Rylan Burgesson in the secondary. You guys have all been playing together for a while. I mean, started now for three years, three straight championship games. How much does that unit sort of give you guys confidence? And, and what's it been like playing in the secondary with those other guys? Yeah, I know it's nice. It's it, Our defense puts a lot of load on our safeties, Riley and Caden. And, uh, I mean, there isn't two kids that I'd rather have the load beyond mentally like it's they have so much on their plate where they have to understand the scheme of everything and what everyone does because they kind of just run the defense so Kaden and Riley are kind of a big part of our defense and they kind of tell us what to do tell us where to line up and kind of get us going and the chemistry's there I mean me and my brother we don't even have to talk to each other we kind of know what each other are thinking and it's kind of getting that way with Riley and Max Kimball and a couple of other kids like that it's just it's just all clicking right now, and it's a good time. Taco Dollar joining us here on Nuanas Now. It's ESPN Radio and statewide television, SWX Montana TV. Taco is a senior at Billings West. They make their way to Missoula, Missoula County Public Stadium, 7 p.m. on Friday night against Missoula Sentinel, the reigning Class AA state champions. This is a rematch of last year's Class AA state championship, which was played in the Magic City in Billings. And, uh, Taco, I know that early on your brother suffered an injury, but I know he's back full strength. But how are you guys able to stem the tide? Because he is such a big part of what you guys do. So how are you guys able to sort of step up uh, when Caden was out? Oh, well, when he was out, it was it was a weird change. Like, he can change the dynamic of a game in a lot of different ways, not even just how he plays, just how he represents himself and just, like, leads our team. He's our honorary number for, like, leading and excellence and all that, so he's number four. And just having him out just kind of, like, had us take a step back and we had to realize anyone can get hurt at any point. It's just a next-man-up mentality and, Red Zitzo stepped in for him on defense and did a good job. So, I mean, we were just happy with that. And it it, build, it helped us build some depth. So, he's been playing pretty well lately. And yeah, I'd say he's back, back to full health. Let's talk about the Billings West program in general because these guys that we're talking about right now, yourself, your brother, Riley Bergeson, uh, I think that there's probably a couple other guys that probably have uh, aspirations at the next level as well. I know Isaiah Clonch, your quarterback's getting looks uh, from around the state from a lot of the frontier schools as well. So what about the Billings West program is is helping you guys develop to the point where so many guys are getting interest from college? How do you think it's preparing you for the college level? Yeah, I mean, it's weight room. I mean, we're in the weight room all the time. We're constantly being told how you got to sacrifice some, some things. And in that case, it's six, it's some summer days where we'd be in the, in the weight room at 6am and doing football seven on sevens around the state at like just Thursdays, random, random days during the week. So just sacrificing some of the little things that a lot of teenagers don't really understand that football players do. So a lot in our practices are kind of run to where it's football season's football season. You shouldn't be doing anything else during football season. So that's kind of getting us ready for that next level. And we do a lot of film study. We have film every day and we, we did some film in the, a lot of, we did some film in the summer and a lot of our players, we just, we just like to watch film. We like to learn football. It's just, it's kind of a unique group that it's, 
if you look at our time on huddle and watching film of other teams, I can almost promise you it's higher than most other teams in the state, and I think that shows on the field too. Well, Taco, has paid off for you. I don't think we've talked to you since you and your brother committed to Montana State a month or two ago. What was that process like, and what was sort of that, that moment like when you had that done and locked in and, and committed? It was nice. It's it's a huge relief off your shoulders. I mean, you don't understand it until you go through it, but the relief was crazy, and it's just nice I got to focus on my senior football season, trying to finish out this state title run and just doing it with my best friends. So it is really relieving. Well, I know that uh, a little while ago we were covering the Albrecht twins who uh, were at Billings West as well, a couple young ladies. And, and I remember talking to Willow when she was committing to the Lady Grizz, and she was saying, yeah, I wasn't that interested in going where my sister was going. I actually kind of want to go the other side of the country. But it seems like you and your brother are pretty bonded. So what was that dynamic like, just to decide to, to go the same place as your twin? Yeah, no, it was nice. I mean, I we kind of kept our recruiting super private within each other so like I didn't know what he was thinking and then we ended up going to the Cats game the openings the gold rush game for them and I was already leaning towards them it was either there or Kansas State and I was leaning towards Montana State just because I, I it just felt like right and I had no idea what Caden was thinking and then we were at the game and he looked over at me and he was like let's just commit here and I was like you, you I was like what and I was like all right let's do it so we went home and told her mom and had to talk with her, had to talk with our grandparents, and we ended up choosing Montana State together. So it was kind of a surprise, but, I mean, I'm super happy. I, I wanted to go where was best for me and same for him. I'm glad it ended up being at the same place. I get a lot more time with my, with my twin. What were the determining factors? I mean, what helped Montana State stand up out above the other schools that were recruiting you, and why did you decide to be a Bobcat? They, they wanted – I felt like I, they wanted me the most, which, I mean – of course, every recruit wants to be wanted, and they did a really good job with that. And their coaching staff has reached out a lot, and I like how they – I just like their players reach out a little bit too, and I just like how they run their program, and I'm just really excited to get down there. You got some family history when it comes to college football too, right? Uh, didn't your, your dad your, and maybe even your grandfather play a little college sports of, of some sort, if I'm remembering correctly? Yeah, I know my grandpa played – at uh, Colorado State, and my grandpa, my grandpa's brother, so my like, great uncle, played it. He won the first uh, Super Bowl with the Green Bay Packers. So yeah, so kind of a lot of football background. Well, that's awesome, man. That's uh, obviously had a huge influence on your guys' lives. Taco Dowler joining us. He is a senior at Billings West. They play Missoula Sentinel on Friday night for the Class AA State Championship. And Taco, just two more things for you. Let's talk about the game. What do you think the key matchups are in this game? And uh, what do you hope to take that you learned in the first time you played Sentinel that translates then into Friday night? Yeah, I think any football game is always about matchups. And I think every matchup that matters is the O-line against the D-line, no matter if we're on defense or offense. It's If you handle it up front, then you're going to have a higher percentage of winning. And it's just on defense, we have to minimize their explosive plays. And on offense, I guess it's wear and tear them and then maximize on our explosive plays because they're a good team. They're really well coached. They're really fast. Their defense is very fast. And, uh, you can't make mistakes. It's just whoever makes the least amount of mistakes, whoever wants it more, and turnovers are huge. Ball security will have to be a big factor in this game. So we'll see how it plays out. I'm pretty confident, and I'm sure they are too, but, I mean, I'm just excited to play.
Well, and the last thing for you then, this is this is a moment that everybody dreams of, man. And I remember playing for state championships in both football and baseball back in the day. And uh, it, it never you're never going to get a chance to relive this memory, but it'll be one you remember for the rest of your life. And so the fact that this is going to be your last high school game, no matter what, have you thought about that? And then how do you mentally prepare to get ready for uh, such an awesome moment for you and your teammates? Yeah, no, we thought about that. I mean, last week was kind of different, too. It was, it was our first... Uh, it was our last game playing here at Billings and on Dallas Field. So for our, some of the seniors like me and Caden and Riley Bergson and Jacob Sullivan, we like stood on, we like waited after the game. And we were like, damn, this is the last last time we're playing at, on Dallas Field. So it's kind of the same as that. I mean, we're not really that worried about it being our last game. And we're just going to go out there and try and turn in on top. That'll make it a lot better than, uh, coming up short again. Well, Taco, appreciate you taking the time today, man. Very fun talking to you, and uh, best of luck on Friday. We'll be there. Cannot wait for this game. It's going to be an awesome high school sporting event. Anybody that's listening to this from around the state of Montana, you're coming to Missoula for the Bobcat Grizz game, or you're coming for the state championship game, whatever. Let's everybody get down to Missoula County Public Stadium, support these awesome athletes. I think that there's so much to be happy and proud about, and we're so proud of you, Taco, for all your great accomplishments. So to you and your teammates, best of luck Friday night. Thanks so much for joining us here on ESPN Radio. Yeah, thank you so much. I really appreciate it. So we go, Taco Deller. One of the standouts from Billings West High School, the Golden Bears. Searching for that elusive state championship. They played the state title game two years in a row. They'll look to finish the deal against Missoula Sentinel in the Garden City, 7 p.m. Missoula County Public Stadium. I'm encouraging, and I'm going to keep encouraging anybody, everybody, Go see this game. Go support the high school kids. It's, it's affordable family entertainment. You're going to see, seriously, a dozen or more guys are going to play at the next level, including some of the best Division One talent in the state. And uh, this is a burgeoning rivalry. These two schools have played some classic games the last couple of years. So need something to do Friday night? Head on down to Missoula County Public Stadium. Take a step outside the football world and step into Something else cool that's going on in our community next weekend. It's the 10th and final Community Cup Hockey Benefit at the Glacier Ice Rink. Dr. Tim Richards will join us in studio to give you all the details. Keep it right here. Nuana is now ESPN Radio. After a long couple of months, it's finally feeling like we're getting back to business as usual. But it's not the usual at all. At Missoula's Wingate, we are, as always, committed to giving you a relaxing stay at a great value. But we're also balancing the new guidelines, like maximum pool occupancies and increased disinfecting, to protect your health with a never-ending pledge to make you feel at home when you're not. If you find yourself on the road in the Missoula area, please consider staying with us at Missoula's Wingate. ESPN Missoula Sports Center. The showdown is set for the fiercest rivalry in the West, and Western Montana will be the center of the Treasure State football universe this weekend. Hello, I'm Coulter Nuanez. The Bobcats and the Grizzlies each picked up one more victory to set up one of the most anticipated rivalry matchups in years. Saturday in Bozeman, freshman quarterback Tommy Malat rushed for three touchdowns to boost Montana State to a 2013 win over Idaho as the Bobcats picked up their ninth straight win in their final regular season home game. Montana went to Flagstaff for the first time since 2016 and posted a 30-3 win over Northern Arizona. 
That sets up a top 10 showdown between two of the best teams in the Big Sky Conference. A win for the third-ranked Bobcats would sew up the first Big Sky title for Montana State since 2012, and a Grizz win would be number 7 Montana has nine victories and an inside track on a playoff seed. Each team has almost certainly secured a playoff spot, and even the loser will almost certainly be playing in the postseason. Montana State has won four in a row and six of the last ten, dating back to 2010, and MSU has won four of the last five rivalry games in Missoula. Finally, Western Montana will host the Class AA State Championship between Billings West and reigning champion Missoula Sentinel on Friday night, as well as the Class B Championship as Florence hosts Big Fork on Saturday. This 102.9 ESPN Missoula Sports Center is brought to you by Aspen Sound. everybody welcome back happy tuesday hope you're having a phenomenal day a phenomenal week on this side of things it is the greatest week of the year way better than christmas thanksgiving i love all those things but the week that is the state championship week both when it comes to the state championship that's determined when the bobcats and the grizzlies square off and the state championships that occur throughout the treasure state at the high school level doesn't get any better than this we take a step outside of the football world, though, and take a step into the hockey world, which has been something that's been quite dominant around here lately. Grizz hockey is the hottest ticket in town. you got to love it. We always knew there was a great hockey community in Missoula, but that's certainly being affirmed. And Grizz hockey will not be at home these next couple weekends, but a cool event going on down at Glacier Ice Rink next weekend. So we welcome into studio now Dr. Tim Richards. He's one of the guys that heads up the annual Community Cup Hockey Benefit. That's going to take place next weekend. That's Thanksgiving weekend, November 26th through the 28th at Glacier Ice Rink. Welcome to Nuanas Now, Doc. How are you doing? Oh, fantastic. Thanks for having me. Appreciate it. Well, let's first and foremost talk about sort of the, the origin of this event because you guys have been doing this for about 10 years now. How did this all come about? Because I think that people that knew knew that the hockey community in Missoula is a very vibrant one. But uh, tell us sort of how this fundraiser and this annual Community Cup works. Well, I mean, honestly, hockey is huge here in, in Missoula, Montana. It's kind of crazy. And I would tell anybody out there, if, if you get a chance, you ought to play. It's the dumbest, most fun sport I've ever done in my entire life. However, uh, I used to say... What happens my, if you're like me, though, and you can't skate? Oh, perfect. You can be on my team because <laughs> I'm right there with you. I've only been skating for 14 years, so well, it's fun. See, that's, see, but I think I'm going to need a doctor if, <laughs> I, if I skate, though. What I would tell you, so that's one thing that's fun about the Community Cup is there are tons... Of physicians and nurses and folks on. So, so when I break my wrist, I'm good be, to go. You'd be safe. Trust <laughs> me. So the uh, the whole origins of this thing is um, a while back I was on the the board for Glacier Ice Rink and we had this kind of dead time after Thanksgiving that the rink wasn't being used. It's like I said, well, heck, let's let's have a tournament. And because I'm associated with the hospital and been at Community Medical Center now for 26 years, um, I said, well, let's let's make it health related. And so every year. We raise money for health-related issues or uh, things that are going on uh, around the hospital, not you know, not necessarily with the hospital. One of the things we've raised money for was getting um, uh, the for paras using this, get, doing the the boards for the paras to yep. play, and we've raised money for the women and newborns center at community. Uh, there's been so many things that we do, and this year 
we're raising money for the Ronald McDonald House for families. Very cool. With kids and adults uh, in the lodgings that they have there. We've done a lot of work with the Foundation for Community Health in a variety of different fashions, but tell people a little bit more about that organization as well. Which one? Uh, the Foundation for Community Health. Yeah, so the foundation kind of got it spawned out many years ago um, when the hospital sold. It uh, is now under LifePoint Health okay. Systems. But now the community the Foundation for Community Health spun off of that, and so they are now not part of the hospital but their own separate foundation. Dr. Tim Richards joining us here in Studio. It's Nuanas Now, ESPN Radio, as well as SWX Montana Television. The Community Cup Hockey Benefit coming up this next weekend, not Bobcat Cruise weekend, Thanksgiving weekend. That's November 26th through the 28th. So tell people a little bit about how they can get involved. I mean, what, what's it take to, to participate in this? Well, one, you just have to be able to slap the gear on and, and come out <laughs> play, but no, Don't be scared like me is what he's saying. Uh, actually, it's, it's one of those things that uh, if you want to get involved, there's a bunch of different ways to get involved. Is actually, you can you know help support uh, the cause that we're doing this year. And again, it's for the Ronald McDonald House and for kids and their families. Um, you can come down and volunteer, help work at the stand, selling beer cups to a bunch of smelly hockey players. Um, there's that way to get involved. Um and just support Glacier Ice Rink in general. Glacier does so much for us and for the community. I mean, I can't say enough good about the group of folks that are working down there. And the Ronald McDonald House, uh, we have been involved with the Red Shoe Ball. Uh, my former partner, Ryan Tutel, he emceed that a couple times. And that's a great cause as well. So uh, when you are contributing money to the Ronald McDonald House, tell people what that goes for. So, again, the Ronald McDonald House, Amy Peterson is their new uh, CEO there. Mm -hmm. And Amy's a great gal. She sits on my board at Community Medical Center. Um, and what they're doing money for this year, again, is for uh, housing and, the, and lodging for families of kids and for families of patients that are in the hospital. And also it, there's these suites that it's called the Jane St. Uh, Heman Lodging Suites. I can never say that last name. Jane St. Heman Lodging Suites. That it also goes towards that. Very good. Well, a worthy cause. This has raised more than $120,000 over the last 10 years. The goal this year, $15,000. That'd be a fitting send-off in the 10th and final year of this thing. What's been your favorite part about this? This must have been pretty rewarding and fun for you. <laughs> well, to be honest, it when you get involved with the hockey community around here, it truly is a family. Everybody knows everybody, and it's it's just a lot of fun. You get out there, you compete, you have a cold beer afterwards, maybe even before for some of these guys. Right. <laughs> but, a couple of my buddies that do the City League hockey, they might have a couple too many beforehand, well, though. There's that, but I would wind up not doing well on the ice. <laughs> but uh, it's it truly is a great group of folks, and the competitiveness and getting out there. And, and, and I can't say enough of how much fun it is to do this sport. I tell folks I've played just about every sport there is under the sun. And this one, I can't tell you how much. My oldest daughter is now playing on my team. She's one of the new surgeons at the hospital. My son plays, and he's a trucker. Um, and it's, it's just too much fun. This is a total tangent. Uh -oh. But you mentioned that your son is a trucker. I, like, have this weird, I don't even know if it's weird. I love driving by myself. I have, like, this weird fantasy that I want to be a trucker someday. Does he love it? Does he love it? Well, he loves it. He, he actually likes to be home. He does uh, love it because it puts money in his pocket. Sure, right, kind of thing. right. Um, and it's a great, I mean, it's an essential part of our country. I think that people don't realize, like, w well, to get all the stuff that we need, we got to have it. My little boy on the ice, he's six foot four and weighs 320. <laughs> oh, so baby. I'm just telling you, he's, he's, 
and he skates about as well as I do, so <laughs> which is very good. So it's kind of fun. Well, and uh, the last thing there, the people can participate in as well as the Chuck and Puck, or Chuck A Puck, excuse me, and uh, that's scheduled for Saturday the twenty seventh, seven thirty p.m. You can purchase your pucks five dollars per puck or five for twenty. So what, what is uh, all entailed in a chuck and puck? So the chuck a puck is something that we came up with at the very beginning of this, a way people could donate at the door. So chuck a puck is you can buy the pucks, as he stated, for uh, $5 per puck or five pucks for 20 bucks. And we have all these different prizes. And this year we have prizes to include, you know, a two-night stay at a cabin up the West Fork and um, fly fishing gear, that kind of stuff. And all these people donate stuff and all these prizes and they go down at the end of the ice rink and then you with your stick or some stick that you borrowed stand on the other end of the ice rink and you shoot the puck down towards the prizes and the closest to the prize without hitting it wins the prize so if it hits the prize it doesn't count so it's kind of like shuffleboard but with your stick and that's how it goes we gotta love well doc thanks so much for swinging by if people want to get involved in this if they want to make donations you can visit fchwmt.org that might sound like a lot of letters, but just think of Foundation for Community Health in Western Montana. That's fchwmt.org. Also, if you want to be involved in playing in the tournament, you can also contact Ryan Gagas at the Glacier Ice Rink. That's ryan at glaciericerink.com for his email. Also, you can just go to the Glacier Ice Rink website, and you can find your way to basically any of it and all of this stuff. Great cause. Thanks so much for swinging by, Doc. You betcha. Appreciate it. More football, especially on the high school level. Plus, the all-class volleyball tournament took place in Bozeman this last weekend. We got several quote-unquote new state champions, but not really. Mostly repeat winners got dynasties in the volleyball ranks in the state of Montana. Plus, we'll hear from Bryce Carver, Hamilton head football coach. Keep it right here at ESPN Radio. At Blackfoot Communications, our mission is to connect people, businesses, and communities to their networks in Montana and beyond. Through Blackfoot sponsorships, local ambassadors, and public programs, we support initiatives such as the Emergency Broadband Benefit, Fiber Deployments, and Community Events. For information on our commitment to improving our communities with fast, reliable, and secure internet access, go to blackfootcommunications.com news. ESPN Missoula. Watch the show statewide on SWX Montana Television. This Nine Inch Nails song brought to you by a request from our guy Mike Smith over at the trail. Mike's doing a great job over there at the trail on the afternoons. If you ever need something to listen to when you're not listening to us here at ESPN Radio, click on up to 103.3 FM, the trail. Mike actually sent me this earlier today. This is a very interesting commentary because I actually feel much the same. Mike said, am I the only one who is actively indifferent to the outcome of this Cat Grizz game? I attended both Montana State and Montana, and I have lived in both towns. Mike grew up in Bozeman. He now lives in Missoula. He said, my father was on faculty at MSU, but one of his degrees is from the University of Montana. Neither town has the market on any one thing, good or bad. I found myself having a great time in both. I found that most people in Missoula 
who give me grief about being from Bozeman, didn't even attend the University of Montana, and often didn't go to college or have any other interest in the university other than football. Am I the only one? I think there are some people that are objective to this whole thing or maybe uh, indifferent to the whole thing. Uh, The cliche saying, you're either a Bobcat or the Grizzly. I get it. I get where the cliche comes from. I do think it's largely true, but not, um, not completely true. There's a lot of people that are somewhere in the middle or have ties on both sides and or have ties on no side. Yeah, I grew up in Missoula. We moved here when I was uh, six years old. But and my first exposure to college football is certainly the Grizz. But I've told this story many times. Like, I remember the first time I ever watched Montana State uh, with a conscious mind uh, back in, I believe it was 1997 or 1998. It was the crazy game in the mud in which Montana got a great play near the end, ended up in a Chris Hetner field goal. I mean, I remember remembering that game because Eric Kinneman, who that I went on to cover as the head coach at Belgrade High School, was on the Bobcats at that moment. I remember thinking how cool I thought it was as a 10- or 11-year-old kid having two sweet college football teams in the state. And then as I got into high school, I was sitting in the South End Zone when Travis Lulay led the the win that broke the streak. Travis Lulay will join us here, by the way, later on in Nuanas now, but that 10-7 victory in Missoula. And ever since then, I've just been captivated and fascinated by both sides of this rivalry. I've gotten to know and very much enjoyed learning from the head coaches that have coached on both sides of this thing and many of their assistants as well. I consider many assistants on both sides of the Bobcats and the Grizzlies to be very good friends. One of my best friends and great mentors uh, when it comes to just the world of college football, Ty Gregorak, who contributes weekly now on our Big Sky Breakdown podcast. He's been on both sides of this thing. So the point is that there is a little bit of room for nuance uh, when it comes to all this stuff. We're going to get to our Treasure State Stars for the week, but first, I know you want some free stuff. We got some great free stuff for you today. It's Taglieri Tuesday presented by Taglieri Delicatessen. If you haven't tried them, swing on down to the shop. I had one yesterday. Man, it was good. I got myself a queen, and I put some turkey on there. I got some mozzarella. I got some pesto. It was delicious. Taglieri Deli been named the best sandwiches in the state of Montana by both People Magazine and the Food Network. We got 25 bucks to Taglieri Delicatessen. Right now, so give us a call, 406-888-1029. That's 406-888-1029, caller number three. We got a $25 gift card to Taglieri Delicatessen. If you don't win, go check them out at the corner of Beckwith and Higgins. Taglieri Delicatessen, best sandwiches you'll find anywhere. It's time now for our Coach's Corner. It's time now for our Coach's Corner, and it seems like this guy is one of the featured guests on our Coach's Corner as often as anybody because his team has been so successful over the last handful of years, including entering this week's Class A State Championship with an undefeated record. He's Hamilton head coach, Bryce Carver. Coach, I know it's a busy week. Thanks so much for being with us. How you doing? I'm doing good. I appreciate it coming on. Well, first and foremost, before we get into all the stuff about high school stuff, you're a former Grizz wide receiver, and uh, it is the biggest week of the year at the high school level and the college level. We're going to have state champions crowned across the board. So what do you think of just the rivalry in general, and what are some of your memories from your time playing for the Grizz, especially when it comes to playing Montana State? Yeah, you know, I think, uh, you know, people who – you know, are outside of the game and, you know, don't get experience it. I think they miss out on a, on a lot of behind the scenes stuff and just kind of 
how big and important that rivalry is and and, and honestly how fun it is. I mean, you, you, a lot of the times you're playing guys that you played with in high school or played against, and um, it's just it's pretty fun and, and exciting when the, when the whole state gets to, you know, go at it, and especially when, uh, um, you know, when both teams are good like this year. And, uh, you know, I, I went two and two, um, you know, in my, in my four years, went two and two in that game, never lost in Bozeman, but never won in Missoula. So uh, it was weird, weird times. I, you know, I really wish we could have, you know, I could have been a part of a big win in Washington Grizzly Stadium and, and seen what that was like. But it was, it was pretty fun to win over in Bozeman as well. Well, your squad continue to roll in this last weekend, a 28-7 to victory over Fergus County High School. That's Lewistown for those keeping track. And a great run by the Eagles, uh, one of the best runs they've had in quite some time. But, Coach, your team, a 10th victory in a row behind a phenomenal defensive performance, including six interceptions. So just take us through it. What were some of the keys to victory for the Bronx last Saturday? Yeah, you know, I think this was about the, you know, the first time this year that we didn't really play a play a clean game. We were pretty sloppy in terms of, um, you know, penalties and just some snaps and, and just some things that, you know, we just hasn't hit us yet this year. So uh, I was really proud of our guys being able to fight through some adversity and, um, you know, kind of staying with the game plan the whole time. And, uh, you know, like you said, defensively, we were able to, you know, get those stops and, and make plays on the ball when it was in the air, which was really big to get our, you know, get our offense the ball back. And, and so we could get up and down the field a little bit. Coach Andrew Houghton here. Just wanted to get your thoughts on that. A really sweet matchup for the championship this week. You guys are 10-0. Laurel 10-0 and beat Polson last week. So what have you seen from the locomotives going into it? Yeah, you know, we played them last year in the semifinals and lost a close game. And, um, you know, looking at them now, I don't think they've changed much in terms of, you know, skill and athleticism and their scheme, too. You know, they... They want to run the ball, and, and they do a great job doing that. They got great running backs, and, and, and you know, and the, the Dantic kid is pretty special when he has the ball in his hands. And um, you know, up front they're good, and they've got their quarterbacks come in and filled in for the kid graduated last year, and has done a great job. You know, you know, getting those guys wins. And so when you look at them, they're a real physical team. Want to run the ball, and, and you know, take time off the clock, and, and kind of grind grind teams into the ground. And, and that's what I've seen they've, that they've been able to do this year. Does it add anything to it getting the the rematch against them after they ended your season last year? I think it does maybe more for kids than it does for me. I mean, you know, teams are different year to year. And, um, you know, for me, I just want to focus on the game and and stuff. But I know, you know, the kids are excited to get another chance at at Laurel and, um, you know, hopefully have a different outcome than we did last year. When you watch what Laurel has built this last couple of years, it seems like the common factors are like you talk about that bruising run game and the fact that they are one of the tough and physical teams at the Class A level. So what, what have you seen, though, just in terms of how they've been able to, to build this thing up? Because they are the defending state champs and they've done a really good job these last couple of years. Yeah, I think just, you know, no matter who's playing in those positions, they've got those guys in the mindset that they're going to run the ball and, and be physical. And then, you know, don't kid yourself, they've got some some team speed that's that's pretty special too. So they've got guys on the outside that can burn down the field. And, um, you know, and so I think they've got a little mix of both where they want to pound, pound the ball. And then if they get a chance, they're going to hit you with a play over the top and, and down the field. So, uh, you know, credit to their coaches to just get those kids believing and and playing the way they want them to play and playing their style of football and and i think the kids it seems like have bought in and done that
Bryce Carver joining us. It's our coach's corner where we highlight the best coaches from around the state of Montana. He's the head coach of the Hamilton Bronx. They play in the Class A state title game at Laurel on Saturday afternoon. Coach, we ask you about him every time we talk to you, but Tyson Rostek continues his outstanding season as a senior for your team. He and his classmates, I'm sure, are unbelievably hungry when it comes to finishing the deal and getting that state championship that has eluded you guys. So what have you thought of your senior quarterback and the way he's led you to this point and just his class? Do you, do you feel like they have a sense of urgency coming into this state championship game? Yeah, I, I think they do a little bit. You know, I just, I, it's funny when you look at seniors and then their their time starts running out. I think they start to get a little more edgy and, and start to realize that they don't got a lot of football left, you know, in the high school level. So I think they, they understand, you know, a big thing we've talked about is how special this, this moment is that these kids have earned. And, uh, you know, people go a long time without ever having the opportunity to play in this game. And, you know, I told them that I just want them to, you know, really, embrace that moment and enjoy it but there's not any any reason to go play tight or nervous I mean we're there it's just it's just time to go play now so um I think they're excited and and you know really are starting to grasp you know that state titles are are hard to come by and and even playing in the state title game you know it's it's a rare opportunity for people so we've been fortunate over the last five years this will be our third in five years and um, you know, fortunate we've got to that spot, but you know, as the years go on, I think kids, you know, and we, we haven't finished the deal in this last game. I, I do think kids, you know, have a little more edge and a little more just excitement to try and go get one. The last thing for you then, what will be the key factors on Saturday as you make the trip to Laurel? Yeah, we just got to play a lot more clean than we did last week. We got to do what we do and, and make plays and then uh, make plays offensively. And then, you know, when we're on defense, we got to be able to, uh, you know, tackle and, and stop their run and, and win the first down battle or else, uh, you know, they'll be able to march down the field and take time off the clock and um, make it a shorter game. So I think if we just come and, and, and play the way we're supposed to play and, um, you know, we can stop their run. It'll be a fun, you know, just a fun Saturday. I think it's two great teams. Uh, you know, at the beginning of the year, I think everybody had, you know, us and them as the top two teams. And I think it's fitting that they're um, both matching up in this last game. Well, Coach, we appreciate the time. And uh, best of luck as always. Go get them on Saturday. Hamilton Bronx take on Laurel Class A State Championship Saturday afternoon in Laurel. Thanks so much for being with us, Bryce. Thanks, Charles. I appreciate it. So there you go, Bryce Carver, Hamilton High School, our coach's corner. Appreciate Coach Carver for joining us often throughout this season and uh, third state championship game appearance for Carver in the Hamilton Bronx since he took over as the head coach six or seven years ago. Still knocking on the door, trying to punch that door down to become the Class A state champions. They got another beast from the east in the way, but I think Hamilton, they're rolling right now. Tyson Rostad, the future Grizz has been outstanding, and the defense is playing really well as well. So that will be, of all these state championship games, we got some good matchups for sure, but I do think that Florence at the Class B level is a heavy favorite. I do think that even though Flint Creek, the Drummond Phillipsburg co-op, is on the road, they have so much experience in that game, and they've been so good over the last 15 years, but particularly this group of guys the last four or five years, I think they're big favorites at Class C as well. I think the double-A game is a coin flip, but I think that Class A title game is a coin flip as well. So uh, a lot of fun stuff going on around the states. Nuana is now ESPN Radio as well as SWX Montana Television. If you're watching on SWX, you see my next guest is already in studio. But we're going to close up Hour 1 quickly before we get to our Grizz Star of the Week. This week, a former Grizz 
we had to do this as a little bit of an audible because there's no Grizz guys available for media this week besides the press conference that took place on Monday. So I got my best audibles in. Got my good friend Dylan McFarlane in studio. He'll join us here in the second hour, but we'll close the first hour quickly with our Treasure State Stars for the week. Treasure State Stars is presented by Parkside Credit Union. Parkside Credit Union, one of the best places in western Montana to get a loan because Parkside Credit Union loves to say yes. They are also passionate supporters of athletics across the Treasure State. Treasure State star number one, the Great Falls CMR volleyball team. What a turnaround. This was a team that won two or three matches three years in a row, and now they are the Class AA state champions undefeated this year. The wrestlers were to make a run all the way through the AA bracket in Bozeman this last weekend. They defeated Billings West in the championship. So congratulations to the wrestlers. A great turnaround for that volleyball program. Treasure State star number two, Billings Central. They are the repeat champions of Class A in the volleyball ranks. They had to take out Haver twice to do it at the AA, I guess at the all-class volleyball tournament. If you lose... You get bumped into the loser's bracket, but you can still remain uh, in the hunt for the, the championship. Billy Central, they take out Haver twice after falling early. And so a great rally by the Rams, and they are the Class A volleyball champions for the second year in a row. Manhattan Christians volleyball team, they won their second Class C title in three years. So congratulations to them. Gr- Christian has great sports, particularly uh, female sports there uh, right outside of Bozeman. And then, of course, you already knew who the Class B state champion was going to be. The Huntley Project Red Devils for the 13th. That's right, 13 years in a row. That's unbelievable for the Red Devils. They are the Class B champions of uh, the volleyball world. And our final Treasure State star for the week. This actually kind of got glossed over because we jumped right into the rivalry week. Montana junior safety, Robbie Houck, was named not only the Big Sky Conference Defensive Player of the Week, but also the FCS National Player of the Week as well. 14 tackles, and he also had a forced fumble that resulted in Patrick O'Connell's scoop and score for a touchdown in Montana's 30-3 win over Northern Arizona over the weekend. Cool moment for Robbie Houck because he started his career at NAU, so big time for him to earn that national award. Hour one in the books, hour two coming at you. A guy that played in the NFL for a long time, but most, most notably remembered for his time at the Montana Grizzlies, Dylan McFarland in studio with me. Keep it right here, ESPN Radio. Sportsbet Montana is powered by the Montana Lottery. Join in on the excitement for Sportsbet Montana by betting on your favorite sports and teams, both collegially and professionally. There are multiple ways to bet, including in-game, which gets you into the action live as the game unfolds, and parlay betting, where you could have a chance to win big. Sportsbet Montana is a secure and interactive way to win while watching your favorite sports. Bets can be placed securely on the mobile app while at an authorized Sportsbet Montana location or by using the Sportsbet Montana kiosk located at approved vendors. Montana bettors have wagered more than $28 million since Sportsbet Montana launched almost a year ago, and in that time, bettors have won more than $25 million. Sportsbet Montana's retail partners have more than $1.7 million in commission. Head on down to your authorized Sportsbet Montana locations and get in on the fun today. Get commencement ready at the Montana State Bookstore, your best place for blue and gold on game day or any other day. Their grad fair sale is going on right now if you visit msubookstore.org. Free regalia? When you purchase a diploma frame at the MSU Bookstore, you can obviously visit the MSU Bookstore on the Montana State campus. The Montana State Bookstore, your best place for blue and gold on game day or any other day. Visit on campus or at msubookstore.org. 